Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. LPN Deep Dives presents A Court of Thorns and Roses. With Natalie Jean and Jackie Zabrowski. Oh, oh, there you go. Got her. I got her. Just had to ask nicely. Just had to say, please, computer, mm. I put my thingy in your thingy. Don't you want to make it go boom? Oh, you had to seduce it. Yeah. Uh, well, I my, my breasts are out. I mean, you do have spectacular... I didn't know Illyrians had such nice breasts. Well, you've never gone to a blood rite with old Jacko. I haven't. I, I'm wearing the... Uh, the the throw-offs from the corpses, you're one of the oppressors. Yeah, I am. At first, I was going to dress in this breasty top, but as Bellius. And I was like, <laughs> you know, that, but I was like, I don't want to give him this much beautiful, ample bosom. It's true. And also, he's not really physically described that much, is he? No, I tried to look up pictures of him, and then I was just like, I guess I'll just be smelly. But then I was like, you know what? He's already been taken over by Allen. It's a whole thing, you know? Yeah, he's, I don't think anybody's ever made art of him because probably nobody wants to make love. Nobody wants to be kissing Bellius. I hope No, not. thank you. You need to unpack that in therapy if so. Man, I unpack a lot of things in therapy and oftentimes it is like, why am I a monster fucker? <laughs> I have been recently talking about my feelings about tentacles and I didn't realize Aww. I had feelings about tentacles. Like, like, sensual? Well, yeah. Wow. Okay. I well, I'm reading a soul to keep, and he just kept like for many, many chapters talking about how like his dick is not like a regular dick, and so I'm just like, oh, what's this dick gonna be? But here's the thing: is that it's got tentacles around it that come out and like kind of grab you, but sensually, consensually, Cons- Oh, very okay. consensually. Hmm. I mean, sensical porn is a whole industry. I know. I had no. I, I. I really needed to unpack how I'm feeling about tentacles, and I understand that it is also just like, well, it's kind of the the idea and the shapeology of a penis, the mm. workings of a penis. Mm-hmm. Is it the tentacles or is it the man behind the tentacles? Whoa, I think it really depends on what the man behind the tentacles looks like and how many eyes he's got and if he's got fins. Because if there's one thing that I have learned about myself, talking to myself on Jackie's book club, (laughs) is that I'm not into fins. Not into fins, not into gills. So, Therian, 
Not my book, thing. Not your from thing. Crescent City. Not my thing. I actually, I think that like I also unpacked a little bit when we did the Crescent City stream about how I just feel about Therian in general. But you're not finished with the book yet, so we can't no, talk about. No, but these we things. will be doing a stream once we finish. Probably a couple because there's a whole lot in that book. Crescent City Three is mm. huge, and I just uh, uh, I anacondited it. Yeah, you were. You had a sick week, right at the right time. I it was uh, the beautiful, mm, perfect time. Not only to be sick, but my husband was out of town, so I literally just sat and read for days, and I was just like, ooh, ooh, by myself. Uh, yeah, I'm about a third of the way through, but I'm gonna get a ton of it done this week. And man. Woo! The flood happens. Ooh, baby. That's why I just kept being like, where are you, Natalie? Where are you in the book? Because I have no one to talk to, no one to talk well, to. It's, it's, did I talk about it in therapy, though? Did I try to explain the entire <laughs> plot of the book to my therapist? Yes, I did. Did she ask you why you wanted to tell her the plot? No, she understands. Mm. My therapist doesn't watch television and um, d- doesn't even own a television. So she's used to me trying to explain pop culture things to her. Like, not even like she doesn't watch it on her computer or anything? Nope, doesn't. She doesn't like it, um, has never been into television. And at first I was like, how do I have a therapist that's not into television and doesn't know anything about pop culture? And then I was like, actually, it's kind of fun. And now I realize uh, two years deep, it's kind of great because I can't talk about work. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it is like a beautiful, unless I want to try and explain thousands of pages of a book to a therapist, which I mean, she's getting paid either way. She that's doesn't true. care. Yeah. If that's what you want to talk about. Right. I uh, need to unpack some things. What does she do with her time? Dude, I think she she says she lays out in the sun and reads a lot, but she doesn't read books like this. She likes to read like nonfiction books. Oh, so she thinks she's better than me. I think Except the thing is that she's not the kind of person that would ever say that. Wow. I know, man. I know. And I, I, I'm side eyeing right now. I try to ask her about her regular life, but she doesn't really like to talk to me too much about her regular life. She likes it to be about me. And I'm just like, but I must know how you spend your time. I've been with the same therapist for like six plus years, and I don't know much about her because she doesn't. I never feel like I'm supposed to ask her, and I am extremely curious because I know she's a former LDS member. Ooh, and you I should always ask, ask something. Her. The one thing that I have heard from therapist friends that it's like, if you want to show them pictures, all therapists want to see pictures, but they can't ask you to see them. So, mm. like, but they're like, we're always curious about, like, the people you're talking about. Oh, and then okay, I realized okay. that I was like, oh. So I showed my therapist a bunch of pictures of Jeff, and she's like, oh. She's like, it makes so much sense with how you describe him now. So she's she doesn't like, re- lurk? She doesn't lurk on your social media? She doesn't have social media. Ew, get out of here. Bro, she does. Like, this is why at first I didn't know how I would ever connect with her. What are you doing? You're gardening. You're learning things all the time. She has a lot Get of fun thoughts. with her dogs. I know that. I know she like takes them on like she's a single person. And I know that she goes on like trips with her dogs. She's not on Reddit all day. No, I don't Ugh. know what she. I, Ew. I'm like, how are you? Suppo-? I'm like, well, what sounds, about book talk? That sounds nice. What about talking about face mud? Yep. She understands at least what I appreciate. She understands the appeal and why I like smut so much, especially because it got me back into reading. And she's totally. very pro me getting like being back into reading now that like that is what I've been doing in my spare time, which is I know that this sounds like a lot of people do that, but I never chose to spend my free time reading. 
I mean, you were a huge avid reader for a long time. I used to be, yeah. but that was when I was on like the train all the time right, and when I was yeah. always like commuting and stuff. So I kind of fell off with losing the idea of having the train. And now I'm like genuinely just sitting. Jeff and I sat next to each other in red the other day. What are wow. we? Librarians? That therapist is really rubbing off on She's you. very excited for me. And the, I mean, if she could just give in to my journeys, she would understand what we go through here at Deep Dives. Well, speaking of journeys, there's three fae that are finally back together, but they're on a freezing yeah. mountain range where everything is trying to kill them. I just can't believe you didn't start going, don't stop believing. No, just because of the word journey. Yeah, you said the word journey. Mm. <laughs> what else, do people think of other things? What What am I, the Hobbit? <laughs> what am I, R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit? <laughs> uh, no, I've just been too busy playing with the dune bucket that lives inside of my home now. Oh, no, you have I, one of the fuck buckets? I bought one of the fuckets for my husband when we went to go see Dune 2021, the reissue that's at the AMC right now. And don't worry, this week they've got him, but they're going fast, everybody. Do you think he's going to have sex with it? I, every time we walked past an AMC employee and he was holding the bucket, I go, Jeff, don't put your dick in there. And he thought it was hilarious. He loved he it. He loved how many times I said it. Loved it. It's his favorite. He's like, did you buy this for me just so that you can publicly humiliate me? And I said, yes. Yeah. But... It's also so that I could publicly humiliate him on every platform that I have so I can describe how he also has the fuck bucket. Well, you've also, though, admitted that he didn't ask for it. He did not. I bought it for so, him. So, yeah. Yes. You're, you're technically, you're giving him a, a pass out of this. I tried to get him to put his penis inside of it. I offered. I was like, I'll touch it through it. But he wouldn't put his penis. He's like, I don't know where it's been. The you're bucket? Gonna, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if we met my hands, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. know this marriage is not going to last. <laughs> where has that been? I've got my hands all dirtied up because I'm Gwen at the end of the, the blood right Yeah, you're here. very dirty right now. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like accomplished. Yeah. Because they had to really fight to get this dirty. You know what I mean? Like they, they made it through a thing. Yeah, I guess I could have put dirt on my breasts, my ample bosom. I mean, but you're one of the you're one of the Illyrians who like I would say you're one of Ballius's men. Yeah. Who got like a pretty easy ride through yeah. it. Yeah. I am a pretty easy ride. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm very difficult emotionally. As they've caught up on what is going on with each other. So the three of them have just been reunited. Yes. And they've, they're talking everything out. And they've realized with full certainty that Queen Brialin is the one who's dropped, in, who's dropped all the weapons into the blood rite. It's like, get out of here. What are you, a puzzle maker? Puzzle maker? Yeah, I just feel like she's making bigger Oh, puzzles. she's just like trying to like, she's putting, she's thro throwing cogs in the, in the, yeah. In the, cogs in the, in the wheel? wheels? In the wheels. Yep. Spokes. Yep. Yeah. That night they find each other. They realize they're going to have to sleep in a tree instead of a cave no. because there ain't no caves where they are. And that's not good because a lot of the creatures can jump. They tie themselves to a couple of branches and they just have to cross their fingers that those creatures of the night won't think they're good snacks. Oh, man. What not, a way. And not Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. But can you imagine how cute it would be if you found your snacks all tied inside of a tree? You'd be like, oh, my God. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys like, for being so safe. It's like going to like a Costco. Oh, don't even get me started. I love a Costco. I know I shouldn't have said the C you word. You can't. You're getting me horny in all different kinds of ways. <laughs> it's six 
$60 for the membership. You're leaving money on the table. All right. They speak as they sit in the freezing dark, and Emery relates to them all. Since she knows about the right the most, because she, she grew up around it and, right. and the people participating in it. So she reveals that very few have even made it to the base of the mountain of Ramiel, that none of her family ever did. And it's one of the reasons why her family resents the bad boys so much, because, of course, they made it to the top. Jealous much? Yeah, a little bit. It's like, don't even admit that. Emery's family because I think that's a sad thing to admit. I know. Don't you don't you feel stupid? Yeah. You, you what you didn't even get to the bottom of the mountain, you just died instead. Dumb. Idiots. Idiots. The mountain itself is jagged and sharp once you get to it. And she explains the pass of Anelius. This explanation rings different now that I've gotten through parts of the New Crescent City. Interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. But she tells them that Ramiel represents a great and ancient battle between the Fae and some long ago oppressors, that no one knows why their keepers were so desperate to reach this very particular stone at the top of Ramiel, but that they did. Maybe it's because they were like rubbing it against their loins. Maybe that's what they do when they get up there. It's a nice shape. Yeah, and they go hump to hump, and then they do the hump to hump, and then they climb back down the mountain. They that's a lot of work to to sit on a rock. So is a hump to hump. You're right. On the way up to that peak, there is a natural archway that is surrounded by impossible-to-climb rocks, therefore making it a perfect place to hold the line if you're trying to prevent people from going upward. An ancient Illyrian named Anelius did just that. The pass is named in his honor. Though it's not the only path up to the top, there are are a few of them around the mountain. It is one of the most notorious and the most difficult. I love that, too, where it's like, yeah, well, did you do it like... Analia's way or did you do it the boring way which I imagine all of it is hard but this is like the hardest one and so it's like if you make it and you don't do the hardest one it's like did you even do it at all yeah you get all the way to the top and you like get zapped out and then they go oh you didn't you didn't go the Analia's path well I would say like oh. take part like shave you should get your wings shaved down not all the way taken off you don't want a living death here but just shave them down <laughs> shave them down yeah man <laughs> Why am I not surprised that's the one Cassian and his brothers took? Nesta grumbled. Emery and Gwyn chuckled, but when a beast roared in the distance, they instantly fell quiet. No giggles tonight. Nah, man, they're strapped to a tree. Although it would be cute strapped to a tree, then you start, like, playing mash. Yeah, that would be fun. I wish, I don't know if they have any paper. Oh, yeah, I guess it would have to be all brain mash, and brain mash sounds like something else. Sounds like a pill you take. Yeah. They probably could have used one of those, too. (laughs) They spent the night there with only their companionship to keep them warm and sane. Then they are on the fourth day of the right. Just a couple days to go. What could possibly happen in three days? Oh, my God. And imagine, like, they're feeling every second of these days. Because they're human right now, technically. They're just our, we're our Boros snore little bodies. Yeah, it sucks, Mm. don't it? Yeah. Check your privilege, Faye. Think about it. Even though technically right now I am Illyrian. Although I guess if I were Illyrian, I wouldn't have ears. So maybe I'm just a regular Faye Bay in the right, in the blood right. I love it. I, I think, think I'm a hidden Faye. You know what? I think you could be one of the priestesses who also is now <gasps> passed the test, but didn't make it to the blood right this year. And you, if you're going to take it, you're going to take the blood right next year. Okay. So this is, okay. So I'm just geared up. I'm just like, it's like when I watch the Olympics. Like I just <laughs> yeah. put on the outfits and go like, ooh. Oh, oh what? She just did... 
a one and a half turn split? Like I couldn't do that in my sleep. Sorry, yes. the Olympics are coming this year and I get very excited for the Summer Olympics. I mean, no ice skating, though. No ice skating, but it's all the gymnastics mm. and dressage. I do love rhythmic gymnastics. I'll yes, tell you that. I love rhythmic gymnastics. I love all the gymnastics. But again, horse dancing has my heart. And I had no idea. Do the horses Those, like it? No, I'm sure they don't. But they get to wear fun <laughs> costumes and they get celebrated. And isn't that nice? They probably hate it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm very scared of horses. I'm sure they so. can at least get carrots or something. I hope so. I don't think it's like, it's not like the races. Like, I think that they're celebrated rather than killed at the end of it. I hope so. I Well, I guess I got to look into Dershage if I'm going to continue <laughs> to talk about it before then. Like, and then they cut off their hooves <laughs> and they cement them to their ears and they can never hear ever again. They only dance because they put them atop coals. No, not coals <laughs> on their hooves. No. That would be sad. They've gotten their bearings engaged so that it will take them several days to even reach the bottom of the mountain because they're very far away still. Yeah. And a very tight amount of time to attempt to get to the top once there, probably less than a day. Gwen, after climbing a tree to get the lay of the land, has told them that there is a ravine up ahead with a wooden bridge over it leading towards the base of the mountain. They note that no one would have reached it yet as they would have cut it down already. So that bridge wouldn't exist anymore if somebody had already gotten to it. But also, I mean, I understand in the blood, right? You want to cut down the bridge. But someone has to do work. Someone at least has to make the magic to put up that bridge. And you're just going to um, cut it right down? I wonder, though, if the Illyrians, like, have ma bridge magic. Like, every year it gets cut down. And they're just like, what they expect it. And they just and, go, uh, bridge, and they just, like, bridge magic it. And that one Illyrian's like, that's my, I'm a bridge fixer. Don't take my job. Don't take my job. Me. You're right. And that would be taking jobs from people. Right. Give out the jobs to the winged, please. To the winged. <laughs> It will take them several hours at a fast pace to even reach that bridge, so they get some fire under their buns when they realize that. They make good distance, but as they approach, they realize they're not alone. Six males right ahead. Oh, God. Despite the, the female's stiff limbs and empty stomachs, they begin to sprint to cut off the group of Illyrians, clearly trying to make it before them to the bridge. The females and the others are close to equidistant to the bridge, so this truly becomes a race. Ah! So they're darting But also, through. they're fast. You gotta think. It's like, all right, they're wearing less and also, like, they're these big, strong people. But if you think about um, the... Oh, God, what was it called? I want to say Fortune 500, but I think that's stocks. Yeah. Uh, physical 100, when they were all competing, like all the different kinds of strengths were competing oh, right. in this competition show. And people have different strengths for different things. And in this instance, it would be hoove. I'm not talking about dressage. These girls that like they could like jagged run much faster than these like bigger. I was going to say throbby. Mm. Yeah, it's quite possible. But then you have to take into account, have those throbbing dudes had food the whole time? Right. Are they like better off? Because these are starving, cold, pretty fucked up females. Yeah, you're right. So we don't know. We That's don't know. why they and so both sides, though, they see each other and they go, oh, we need to beat the other. And they both start bolting towards Yay! the bridge. But then... As Nesta notices they are pretty equidistant, she realizes that she needs to shout to her companions to change direction, to eliminate the enemy instead of beat them in speed. Oh, it just reminds me of like when you think about when a goose 
when geese are in mm. like a V formation, you think, how do they talk to each other? Yeah. How are they going to get this information to each other? What are they just going to honk? Yeah, they go, rah, rah, and they go, oh, we got a veer to the right. Yeah. And so because they've been practicing their their Valkyrie lines, as soon as she turns, they follow her in perfect harmony and in formation. And she shifts her focus to the other group, the males who had already been aware of their competitors and were aiming for the bridge suddenly see just in time that these females are running at them and they pull their own weapons out. Ah! They execute a truly badass fight sequence that I want to see on screen. Oh, my God. And like, and then there's all this talk right now. That they're like, don't worry. I hate how much you're saying, don't worry. The Akatar show is going to happen. They keep saying it is going to well, happen. And the way that they're saying it, I'm like, I feel like it's not going to happen. I, I forgot to say that th at the top, I actually saw that Hulu dropped it yesterday. Really? Yeah. <gasps> So what's going to happen? I don't know. But a lot of people are pointing out it's kind of better. It's not if, if it's going to be anyone, it shouldn't be Hulu because it won't be edgy enough. Right. They'll cut out be... all the dark, dark. Yeah. In the, in the in the fuck fuck. And then like, what's the point? What is the point? Honestly, you could put it on Peacock. Um, just saying. Started watching Couple to Thruple. I won't go down this road right now. But they show like explicit things on Peacock. I was really? very surprised. I don't know if it's just because it might just be a streaming show, but like mm. tits, you see like fingering happening. Jesus. Like you don't see actual V, but like you see literally a man's hand in this shape, in the finger shape, going in and out as he's eating a person out on Peacock. I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot. I'm just saying, maybe you can throw it up on Peacock. I mean, hey, I, well, I would say anything a lot of people say HBO. Yes. I mean, honestly, let, let's do it right. Or I'd also see it as an anime. I think it'd be really good as an anime. I could see an anime. I could definitely see. But I, ooh, that's a really good idea. I love that. Yeah. Because, like, what, who's going to put the proper, like, are you going to make it right? Right. Or is it going to just be a green screen nightmare that makes everybody sad? Yeah, where we don't see any, like, pussy slapping, where we don't see any, like, tit grabbing. I mean, if there's not the sex scenes in it, it's not the the series. It's erotica. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, like, extreme violence. There's, like, huge violent scenes in this. And you're right. I do want to see this. I want to I see all of the blood right. I want to see it, like, raw. I don't want it to look too polished. I want to see this. I, I want to act this scene out to be honest but i want to see like vicious you know yeah because they are doing this for survival and despite their stiff limbs and their empty stomachs they begin to sprint to cut off the group of valyrians so they've reached the males just in time as the males are pulling their weapons out and they drop two of them almost instantly because they're fucking badass falcons yeah well yeah they're so scared they're dropping their weapons it's like get your shit together males Nesta weaved and bobbed against another male, dagger to dagger. Each movement sang in perfect harmony with her breath. Each pivot of her body, her limbs, was part of a symphony. Regina George walked so Nesta Archeron could fly. Oh, yes. Instead of lacrosse, she channels her anger into absolutely slicing her foes into little tiny pieces. And hopefully she's not wearing pink because she will be found in the forest. Yeah, that would easily. be bad. She goes, yeah, slice, punch, punch. Yes. Get, sweet. All of these months of training with Cassian pays off. Oh, yeah? What else are you doing with these Lyrians? 
they're having their sex. Oh, there's sex. Sex. sex in the trees. Man, imagine trying to have sex while you're strapped to a tree branch. I would just probably abstain. Yeah, I'd wait. <laughs> Nesta and her friends cut through these plebes like they're weeds. Nesta whirled to the next opponent, but her friends had halted. The males around them were down. Utter silence filled the snowy forest. Even the birds in the pines had stopped chirping. Valkyries, Emery said, eyes blazing bright. Nesta grinned through the blood she knew was splattered on her face. Hell yes. She did a swear. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's just girls being girls. People yeah. want to know what, what we, we do. do. Yeah, it's like Galentine's is coming up. What do you think we're doing at Galentine's Day? This. Slicing down. Slicing. Villains. Covered in blood. Yep. For Cassian, though, at the same time, these four days have been quite the opposite of how Nesta's has gone. While she's been dodging death around every corner, Cassian's mostly been sitting. And he hates it. Yeah, waiting, like, just to hear word if his mate is dead or not. And also, he's with Azriel, the spy, and they have to sit there and try to follow Eris, who he does not give a shit about. Um, Azriel enjoys, you like, waiting in silence, but part of spying is you just sit a lot. And Cassian does not, he's not a fan. He's a mover and a shaker. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, I like when, to watch him move, baby. Yeah. I like to watch him shake. I like, I don't like seeing you go, but I sure like you seeing you leave a room. Right? <laughs> Is that what that is? Whoa, smooth talking Natalie Jean. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I love, don't like seeing you leave, leave but, but I, I love, love watching, watching you go. go. There we go. But now he's he's sitting here, especially it's hard when his, his love is trapped in a hellscape. Yeah. Asriel knows that it would be bad to just go up to the castle where they're spying and waiting for movement. So they have to sit out way behind because if they just went and peeked in, there's all these wards and stuff. And Asriel's like, we can't just pop in there, bro. We got to wait. So since there's nothing but tricks awaiting them near the castle, they're like, well, we're just going to sit back here, I guess. Cassian expresses his fears about Nesta. Asriel gently reminds him that they've trained them for this. That they can do this. Except for the fact that they were taken in their night clothes. I know. That's such bullshit. Like, that's, I mean, I understand where Azrael's coming from and he is being a good friend in this moment. But it's also like, yeah, he's upset and worried for many, many reasons. Yeah, it's cowards. Yeah. And what do you, how do you actually make him feel better? You can't. You just gotta wait for Nesta to come back. Yeah. Just then, they finally spot movement outside of the castle. They launch into the sky and peer through the clouds. It's Briellen with her entourage. And what's this? Eris. <gasps> At her side. Not chained, not dragged, but passively riding by her side on horse. Not only that, but he still has the maid dagger that Reese has gifted him. This little bitch. So he's not transfixed, it looks like. So they think Cassian is filled with disgust and rage. He wants to fly down now and go medieval on his ass. But Azriel calms him down and tells him it would be much more valuable to trail the caravan. And so they do. Oh, man. They're on a stakeout now. Ooh, they're going to go follow him. Ooh, but it's not a sexy stakeout. No. There's no kissing at the stakeout. They're not in the shadows just being like, what do these lips do? And yeah, then no. um, they find out that part is not, it's not right happening. now. No. But it happens up here. But, sure. But at least they have something to do. They're not just sitting there, right? Right, yes. 
Back with Nesta, the trio is running full speed towards that one small bridge to the foot of the mountain. This presents a problem all on its own. But then, there are more Illyrians at their backs. Ah! They dodge the arrows that are being shot around them at their backs as they reach that first wooden plank over the ravine. <gasps> Emery bounds over the ravine, bridge swinging wildly, Nesta right at her heels. But then, they hear Gwen scream. That's how she screams, I imagine. Oh, just the tiniest, shrillest of cries. <laughs> yeah. she's, is that a guinea pig or a lady? <laughs> That's just Gwen. No, she's been she's been hit in the thigh with an arrow. Oh, God. Nesta sees that she's down and most likely we're just not going to be able to get up and run on that leg all the way across the bridge. Gwen tells them to go, to leave her, to cut the bridge. We can't leave you behind. They would never. They would never leave her behind with only moments to spare before the males will be on top of Gwen, who's only just made it to the bridge. With only moments to spare, the males will be on top of Gwen. She's only at the very front of the bridge. She can't make it. Oh, with Emery and Nesta on the other side, they also won't have time to go back and retrieve her before oh, the God. males appear. But Nesta has another idea. She commands Emery to tie the, their rope that they, they've captured from one of the other... Branch rope. It's probably branch rope. Branch rope? Branch rope. What's a branch rope? When they tied themselves to the branch earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, Remaining yeah. rope from the branch. It is their branch rope. That their, sleep, their sleep rope. Yeah. Like, they're the pinatas and the candy lives inside. Yeesh. <laughs> they tie the rope around a tree and then themselves and then Nesta ties the other end of it to an arrow since she'd retrieved the bow on that first day of the rite. We didn't learn archery. Emery breathed. But Nesta knocked the arrow in place, took aim, right at Gwyn, who eyed the rope tied to the arrow, the other end around the tree and Emery, and understood. My sister taught me. Nesta's arms trembled as she drew back the string. A long time ago. Yeah, sisters! It's like, yeah, sisters, but also, bitch, if you knew how to hunt, why weren't you out hunting in the first place? Well, she why... taught you how to do it. You should have been out there feeding your family, Nesta. That's why she hates herself. I get it. I mean, I, I understand. We've we've all had many a thought about Nesta and Nesta's journey. Her gurney. Yeah, don't stop believing. Don't do it. She, uh, this is why. She has now in this space because she hated herself so much for what she did, which is, what did you, did you do anything? No. It's what you didn't do. That's what you didn't do. That's what you didn't do. The arrow aims true to Gwen and she quickly grabs it, runs, limping on her wounded leg, contorted in pain, but manages to get to the bridge in time. Just as she's finished knotting the rope around herself with the males on her heels, she screams for Nesta to cut the bridge. Nesta brought the blade down upon the bridge's ropes. Even as the wood fell out from beneath her, Gwen still seemed to be running, then leaping into the open air. Only that rope around her middle to keep her from death as she began to plunge. Anyone else immediately think of Temple of Doom? Whoa. Indiana Jones, anyone? Which one's that one? Uh, it's the one with the bug room and the snake baby oh, food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched them, uh, honestly, during quarantine for the first time, when, oh, in the beginning oh. of quarantine. So um, I don't remember which one's which, but one thing I did learn 
is I want to have sex with Indiana Jones. I mean, of course. The second one is like usually people's not favorite, but I love it because I grew up watching it the most. Yeah. But there is a scene where they all go big. Uh, they go all in a uh, like a rope bridge. And then Indy and the other two protagonists are in the middle. And then he goes like he speaks to the little kid. Oh, yeah. In another language. And then there's like racially insensitive villains that are coming mm, at their backs. Uh, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he just like like puts the machete down on the bridge and they all go. Ah! And they like swing. Ah! And, yep. Yep. And then he looked into the camera and went, Jackie, will you kiss me? And I said, am I the the beautiful object of which you see? I hope not, because you were like five when that movie came out. And oh, that yeah. would make him a predator. Oh, it was now. It was nowadays. It was actually older Harrison Ford. And I still said yes. And I said, am I the Ally McBeal? <laughs> no, no one's ever. McBeal now, no. Yeah, no, no one's ever looked at me and thought, Ally McBeal? Surprisingly. <laughs> I mean, who can be? <laughs> Surprising. On Wizard and the Bruiser, we find all those crazy little moments in geek history that make the things we love into inescapable cultural behemoths. If you love video games, movies, comics, and anime, this is the LPN show for you. But wait, Holden, it's not just educational. Shouldn't we talk about all those crazy boner jokes we make all the time? No, Jake! No, we will not! Fair enough! Last Podcast Network presents Wizard and the Bruiser. Find it on your favorite podcast app and hit that little subby-dubby button. Ooh, we would love it if you did that. Oh, that would help us out so much. God, wouldn't you love to do that? Don't I sound like the kind of person you want to help? Like, hit the button. Like, just do it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As Gwen swings down with the gravity of the bridge swinging away from, you know, you get that. You get what's happening. Mm -hmm. You go, ka mm -hmm. The bridge goes down. 
She's she's tied to this rope and so she swings and the rest of them have tumbled into the ravine because they have nothing to grab onto. So they had chased her onto the bridge, but when that rope was cut, they just went straight down. Because they don't they have they don't have wings. They must have been crazy not yeah. be able to use their wings. Yeah. And I also like it every time I, I like Mass is so good at writing action sequences, and I am so bad at reading action sequences that I need to read them multiple times, usually to be like, okay, wait, they're both on the bridge, and wait, what's happening now? What is happening yeah. right now? Oh, okay. Oh, I remember first read the first time I read this, and I was just like, I don't know what the fuck Nessa <laughs> thinks she's about to, like, oh, okay, they're on the bridge, but what? I don't understand, like fighting or violence enough to be to understand what the next actions are going to be that's one of your you know your weaknesses you just don't you don't get violence enough and i keep telling you that i know maybe i need to start in my everyday life and then i'll be called the violence which that's that's fourth wing that's a fourth wing thing her name is violet but he calls her violence get out of here sorry it's different series but yeah so you kind of get it now though like when's running towards yes nesta and emery and she does oh yeah basically but with her with just on her belly yeah tarzan belly tarzan belly so gwen is tied in but it's gonna take more than that to keep her alive emery and nesta use all of their might to pull back on the rope and prevent it from snapping as much as they can their hands run through the rope as she swings down and it rips the skin from them ouchie Ah. but they don't let go and the rope holds. Gwen slams into the, the wall face, the rocks on the, the side where, you know, essentially she swings down on the same side where, where Nesta and Emery await. But she's like way down there. And But she's alive. She survives. The male. Yeah, but then you're just hanging on a rope off the side of the mountain. Exactly. I'd just be like, I'd rather be dead. Just <laughs> let me go. Well, actually, in this case, probably Gwen is the easiest because now that Nessa's just ripped her hands to like ribbons, ah. she then has to use her hands to pull up to get Gwen to the ground level. But she does it. She breathes through the agony of it all. And then Gwen is there with her girl. Uh. But Gwen's wound is bleeding heavily because, if you recall, she's been shot by an arrow. And Gwen is not doing so hot. Yet the trio still manages to tell the Illyrians who have been left on the other side of the ravine to shut up when they scream fucking bitches at them, which is very fun. And also, like, good one, Illyrians. Wow. Yeah, I think... Fucking bitches! I think it's Emery says, think of something new to call us. Yeah. (laughs) But they've passed over that ravine. They did it. They did it. They did it. Since they eliminated the most direct path before them, at the very least, they didn't encounter anyone else for the rest of the day's journey to Ramiel. So they've got that at least. There's no more of those Illyrians just coming around and be like, oh, you fucking cunt. Yeah. Uh." But Gwen is slowly bleeding out. She can hardly walk. And the other two have to half carry her to gain any distance. They're not there at the bottom of Ramiel yet by the time darkness comes. They use the last of their energy to get Gwen into a tree with them that night and can only hope that they all make it through to the next day. Can you imagine someone dead weight, you having to get them no. up a tree? Like, even just, like, that's such a, like, oh, yeah, and then they got to get them up the tree and then they'll have their night. Like, that's insane. I can't get myself up a tree. I can't imagine having to carry something else. Have you ever tried to carry a person's dead weight? It is completely different from when they use their muscles to help. It is like, 
it's like holding a big boulder. Like it, a person becomes infinitely heavier when they're not helping you counterbalance at all. Muscles. Yeah. I mean, I do that. I do do that to Jeff often. That just I'll to pretend see if you can I, do yeah, it. Just to see if he can hold me. I go dead weight and then I fall into his arms. And he's like, one day I'm not going to be prepared and I'm going to drop you. And I was like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> but of course it's going to happen at some point. But honestly, that's on me. If he did that to you, what would you be able to? No, <laughs> no way. He's a big. Would He's you big man? Would you? All right, don't get the horny for your husband He's on the show. He's gassing. He's gassing in my head. No one can take it away. If he fell towards you, would you try? Oh, of course I would. Okay, I'd die trying. I'd die trying. Do I you hear that, Jeff? <laughs> I don't think you'd have to die necessarily. Well, what if it was either I catch him or I die? How? What's the setup there? Depends. Is this like on a the saw? Day. Yeah. Oh it's god. Like a, a sauce trick. Every time I watch one of those movies, I'm like, don't put me in one of these either. I can't survive much. The most, <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I'm not a saw person anyway. But the most recent saw was a very silly. It was very funny. This anti-hero role they've put him but in. They put him in. They're like, actually, he's not that bad. It's like, but no. think about where he's coming from. Like, what are you talking about? No, you know, a lot not. of people have trauma and issues, and they don't. They do that don't to torture poor people. Born people to death. <laughs> um, the the kills I will say are disgusting. Fun. Have I already talked about it on the show? I've talked about it some show. Don't I don't worry. remember, but I, I I imagine we have talked at least at each other about it because I always watch them, even though I don't like torture porn. I know. I don't know why I do, but every time I, I just still do. I think it's just like in the world of like, oh, you're a horror person, so I just go to see them. And yeah. sometimes I'm like, but I don't like this version of horror. I don't know I don't why either. I keep watching it. I, I think at least with the, the Saw franchise, there's not really like a sex element to it whereas like the hostiles and like those sort of movies are a little bit more sexually torturous whereas saw's more just like oh it's a moral tale right that doesn't make any sense that doesn't make any sense yeah i don't need to yeah i don't need uh, the sexual trauma sprinkled no, into you. my torture porn i'm good i'm good i'm good anywho they are being torture porned kind of right now yeah so they go up in that tree and they do make it through the night, even though it takes all of the rest of the daylight of that day to make it to the next tree. They do make it to the base of the mountain that day. Whew. They made it to Ramiel. They did it. But because it's nightfall by the time they get there, they drag their bodies back up the tree. They can't move at night because of all them creatures. Mm -hmm. They have to wait for dawn. That morning, just before sunrise, Nesta looks up at the summit of the mountain it seems so very far, but she notes that this is the special day that the seal of the night court is based upon. The day when Arctos, Carinth, and Orestes crown Ramiel. Nesta remembers that Cassian told her that only 12 Illyrians have ever made it to this point. It's got to be hard to crown a whole mountain. That's a pretty big crown you got to get. Yeah, those stars are big. <laughs> stars and the are big. stars are blind as well. Paris Hilton, never forget. Hmm. Now she's a mother. Even though the stars are crazy, even though the stars are blind, I mean, with you, baby, I'll show you mine. That's how she sings it. Is she pooping? Kinda. Do you remember the music video? I don't remember the video, actually. I can't believe you haven't been watching Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton music video nonstop. From 15 years ago? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that uh, the, our editor will put one right here. Yes. There. I'll show you mine. Oh, wow. She's so beautiful. Yeah, man. Mother, too. Mm. 
She should have just not. It's fine. You know, she didn't she didn't have to have them. She's I imagine got a bunch of nannies. She probably doesn't even have to look at those kids. What a way to be a parent. (laughs) Good, good, good. Now that's how you be a parent. Don't even look at them kids. Don't even look at them kids. Yeah, he's barely looking. So Nesta recalls that just them getting to the base of the mountain, they are officially Oristian warriors. They have made it to this point. Emery wisely, sanely points out that they could just stay here and take this title, order some pizza, like have a gab session till the dawn of the next day. Nesta contemplates this and notes that there's probably somewhere they could hide until then. But it's the deathly injured one, Gwen, who speaks up to protest. Whoa. Emery tries to reason with her. Look, I know you want to keep going, but this is already a huge, massive accomplishment. And you had an arrow go through your leg, bitch. I don't know if you remember that. Remember when you used to have blood? Yeah. But now it's all out of you. They don't want to risk Gwen's life going forward. But something's changed in timid little Gwyneth. The fae who was afraid to leave the library doesn't want to be safe any longer. Doesn't want to be secure. She's done with being fragile. Yes. She tells them point blank. I don't want to take the safe road. She pointed to the mountain, to the slender path upward. I want to take that road. Bitch, you can't walk. (laughs) Well, she's saying you carry me. Yeah, you. I want to go up that one. Take you to carry me up there, which I understand this is supposed to be like a beautiful, like strength moment. But it's really hard not to be like, bitches, y'all gonna drag my ass up that steep cliff. She's gonna try. She's gonna try to walk. She wants to go where eagles dare, if you will. Oh. She wants to do something new. She doesn't want to be the top of Illyrians. She wants to show them all that we don't only live in tradition, but with innovation and change. Yes, bitch. Yes. That they're the new shit. Emery and Nesta try to gently talk her out of it, that the climb up the mountain is called the breaking for even people in decent shape. I love that it's called the breaking. It's like, it's literally called the breaking. Can we like not do this today? Um, but they're going to Gwen's do like, it. nah, I'm doing it. Nah. Although I do understand that because I, I get the idea of like when there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. And like if you're again, if you're going to do this, I don't want my wings to be shaved down. I want and especially like you're like the first like, you know, female or at least fee women. Yeah. Fee. It was starts to like male. No, female is the word, not woman. <sighs> my brain. It's like, what world are we in? I what, know. what am I Which talking world? about right now? Uh, that like. I forgot what I was saying. It just flew out of my brain. You get why, if like you want to go for it when you're there, you're going to do the thing. Oh, yeah. And hard. And they're already all jacked up, which I kind of get. You're just like, listen, we're already a mess. What? What's it going to We're just going to sit here. On, it's going to be bad if we also just sit here. There's right. other people are going to show up or something. Yeah. And so I get that, too. Um, but Gwen knows all of the risks and she doesn't care she begins to share her story with her friends here the details of that day that highburn invaded her sanctuary the day her sister died she was tasked that day with hiding the children from the warriors and she had just succeeded in getting them underneath the kitchen floorboards when the soldiers arrived she chose to remain because they would have seen the trap door if she had attempted to get in 
Plus, no one would have been there to cover she the door up. She saved the children. She saved, but literally not like the Tim Ballard kind. No. The soldiers walked in just as she got the trap door covered up with a bunch of the other priestesses captured in tow, including her twin sister. When Gwen wouldn't give away the children's location, the commander beheaded her twin sister in front of her. Then, also, can you imagine, like, you, like, she's known these other bitches for, like, I guess I would say months at this point. And, like, I feel like if I watched my twin sister get beheaded in front of me, I think it would be, like, the third thing I said. I'd be like, just so you know, I'm real fucked up. <laughs> I watched my twin sister get beheaded, and I just need you to know that out the gate. So don't, like, bring up a sister. Don't bring, bring up, up the word head in front of me. Yeah, don't say headache. Don't say anything like I this. I lost my head over this. Don't ever <laughs> say it. You know, like, I just feel like that would be, if I had that kind of trauma, I would lead first with that. She was too afraid. When she first got there, she didn't know so how to sad talk. Too though, just thinking that like she's just like lives in such a fear that she doesn't even want to talk about it because she, I'm, I mean, has she processed it properly? I don't think so. No. And not only that, after her sister's head rolls across the floor, uh, she gets assaulted uh, by the commander. Uh, when he was finished, he told his men to also assault her until she revealed where the children were. <laughs> But just as that was about to commence, Asriel arrived. And then more in Reese. Just amazing shadow man. Mm. Just big, thick shadow man. Coming to kill them all. Oh, my God. Like, it's, like watching him come in and kill them all. I yeah. know an eye for an eye, right? I'm sure I've said this on here before. I mean, like, if they're doing that kind of thing, kill them. If they're beheading I want them dead. chicks and I stuff, want them, and they're doing all they're these doing other the bad things, things. I, want to, I want to watch them die. I want to watch them be tortured. I know eye for an eye. I want them dead. Get him one of those saw contraptions. Uh, See that? Is, I mean, honestly, that version of saw that is only like uh, you know people that do things like that. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll watch them saw the fuck out of each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like in the last saw, that one of them in the contraption like like stole money out of his wallet or something. It was just like, I know, it's where, like, where's the line? That's, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not saying like, yeah, don't do that, but you shouldn't saw you know, them because of You shouldn't have to like that. cut your own leg off no. because of it. But then, yeah, that's also why when Cassian like was cursing himself earlier in the book because... He realized Gwen was like staring at Asriel and was like, oh, fuck, I should I should have warned her. her. I should yeah. ask her if this is OK, because he saw her in this like horrible condition. Like he had to cover her with his cloak and stuff Ugh. and like take her away. Ugh. But that so the the uh, night court people came in, they chased down the soldiers and more helped heal Gwen's in injuries. And then they took her down to the library where she began the arduous process of going through all of that horror and trying to deal with it. And then one day, Nesta appeared. She explains that she began training because Katrine, her twin, would have signed up. But also... That just hurts my heart. Yeah. It hurts my heart so much. She also explains that she doesn't wear the invoking stone like most priestesses because she didn't feel worthy after she didn't save her sister. But, like, 
girl, what, what were you going to do? And you, and you to saved do? all those children. Like, you did what you could. You, there was nothing you could have done to stop that from happening. No. You think you would have felt better if you handed over all the little kids? But also, at the same time, that's what processing is for. And the fact that she hasn't been able to go through and and forgive herself and, and, and talk out how she felt about everything. And then it all just lives inside of you like a just a toxic liquid yeah. that just bores through your soul. And it hurts me. Uh, I just want to take care of her. That's why the library's there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's why Reese is such a good man. He really saw such I'm a I'm sorry, good male. Good male. Oh. Then Emery tells her story, how her father beat and punished her every day he was alive. <sighs> what is wrong with these I people? I just want to kill all of these men. <laughs> that he had beaten her own mother to death as well. And then made Emery dig her grave. Jesus. What is wrong with everyone? But he was a charismatic leader in the community, and the rest of the people in their village only knew him as an upstanding and trustworthy member of their society. She was alone in her suffering, not to mention he forcefully clipped her wings even though she fought against it. She tells them she joined training to spite him, knowing that he would have forbidden it. She wanted to get his voice out of her head, and she also, of course, wanted a way to protect herself and in honor of her mother, who she wasn't able to save because she was a little kid. Then And having to deal with all of that guilt, yeah, too. You know, well, she, she, didn't even get the, she didn't even get to go to the library. Jesus. She had to just keep running a business. Ugh. Then it's Nesta's turn. She reveals to them her bad girl behavior, bad girl season, and why she was sent to the House of Wind. But then she also goes into how she watched her father die. The cauldron, all of it, even how she failed her sisters over and over again. And Nesta expected that it would be a bridge too far for them, that they would be disgusted with her. But of course, that's not what they did. No, they embraced each other's fears and sadness and failures. Validate anybody? Oh, my God. It's just bitches being bitches and they love it. Validating each other. And as they look at each other, they know what they'll do. They'll climb to the top of that damned mountain mm -hmm. because sometimes you need a little sprinkle of spite in there. Maybe you don't want to be all spite, but I got to say a little spite goes a long way. Oh, baby, a good heaping handful of spite will get you pretty far. Yeah. And especially, honestly, these are the perfect stories to be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are going to get up that mountain. Yeah. At the start of chapter 69, we're with Cassian as he and Az follow the caravan led by Briallen and Eris. They've been tailing them for days. They don't seem to know exactly where they are, but they feel uneasy here. Az says it reminds him of the middle. Cassian is. The Jimmy Eat World song? Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, okay. Oh, it's Brian Cranston. Yeah. And then Brian Cranston shows up, and then it's a whole. Okay. Yeah. Cass has barely slept for fear of feeling something in his gut about Nesta. So while he's doing that, they're, they're doing the tailing. They're following them through these lands they're not familiar with, but they're they're sticking with them. And Cassian is just trying to like he's worried if, if something happens, he's going to like feel it. But he doesn't want to feel that. But he also is afraid to not feel it. You know, he's got so many feelings. So much going on in there. I know. As the caravan is camped out. As and Cass are a safe distance away, watching from the ground, or they thought was safe. Over here, Cassian. Eris crooned. Cassian whirled and found the High Lord's son holding a knife at his ribs. Welp. 
So as in Cassian, weren't as stealthy as they thought they were. They got got. They got got. Meanwhile, Nesta, Emery, and Gwen have begun the climb. They've ascended all morning, but it barely feels as though they've gained any height. And they really haven't because of how slow they have had to move with Gwen. But at least they're alone on the mountain this far. Nesta wonders if the mountain climb was called the breaking because of what it does to your mind. That maybe the mountain compels you to dwell on your worst memories. But isn't it like completely like vertical? I think it's hard. It's close to. I think that it's dif- a difficult climb. It's so insane. You ever like I've watched a couple of docs on like crazy climbs and stuff like that and how people can like fu- when you look at something, you're like, what do you hold on to? And they just like find these little nibs and they're just like, ee, ee. and it's like, how do you get your fingies that small to get yourself up on that wall? It's really crazy. I've only ever done rock walls. I've never climbed an actual mountain and even just when things are made by human hands to grip in those places is very hard you have to get tiny little hand muscles even doing aerial stuff doesn't really it's like different yeah and things something and you have to get have different kind of strengths honestly in just re-watching dune and thinking about having to get up and down all those sand dunes do you know how difficult that must be how much leg work that is to have to go up and down sand dunes but again Think about them tushies. Yeah, they're thick. Nice thick They can bones. handle the ride down. Yeah. What does that mean? I guess in my head they were on the dune, but they were going down and on their butt because they were scared of, uh, like, walking down it. Oh, okay. So I thought it was a sexual innuendo. It. No. Mm. Surprisingly not. Mm, okay. One of the, I think the only ones that wasn't a sexual innuendo today from me. All right, cool. Glad we're on the same page. Getting up that mountain more like climbing up that dick, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still got it. Whoa, who's that girl? She's got such a smart mouth on her. (laughs) I don't even really. All right. You know what? No, I'm not going to (laughs) question Oh, you're not going to? Nope. By the time the moon had risen into the sky, they were about two thirds of the way up the mountain. That let that leaves until dawn to attempt to get to that special rock in the sky. Can they do it? It's not looking super promising. Gwen, for one, is looking at about on death's door right now. How do you hold on to the side of the mountain and hold on to a body as well? What I'm envisioning isn't like a full rock climbing situation, but it's sort of like like natural pathways that you can oh, sort of like okay. half climb and then you ha- you're kind of walking in like an uphill but then sometimes you're climbing, climbing. and grappling okay yeah. all right now honestly you saying that makes it work more because in my brain i'm like they're just like on the sheer cliff face and they're just like ah, they have one rope and they're just like what do we do i've been doing this for hours i don't think that's what's happening that's just how i i see it i like that though um so Gwen, again, she's not she's not doing very well. She's lost a substantial amount of blood and her face is ashen. And now Emery is climbing on a sprained ankle because she twisted it earlier in the day. And it's one that's not going to be healed by fey blood until they are out of this place. So they've got stupid old human bodies. You're welcome. Yeah. Sucks, don't it? Yeah. But they haven't given up, even if Gwen has asked to rest for a moment. How dare she? This was your fucking idea. All right? This is on you, Gwen. Uh, As if they weren't going to do the hard way. Like, we all knew they were going to go the hard way. 
Oh, of course. Because they're not like the other girls. They're, they're a little bit different than yeah. the other girls. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. They take stock in this moment while they're sitting there trying to gauge what, what they need, what how far they have to go. And Emery points out that they're quite close to the pass of Analias. And if they can get there, it's relatively easy to the top. What are you talking about? None of this is easy. I mean, if you're already gone to this point, you take whatever mental game you can give yourself. You're like, pass this. It's like, <laughs> it's barely a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's just a blip. I, I'm sorry that I'm like harping so much on how difficult this must be, but like reading, like doing the reread, just it's days of it. Yeah. It's days of being, and also like you forget how much being afraid and, and being in a state of panic takes from you. Yeah. And just thinking of how exhausted physically they must be. And like, so I'm really like, I, like in the reread of it, I'm really trying to put my brain into where they're at right now. Yeah. Where it's like, it's just sheer will at this point that they're just like, we just got to fucking do this. Yeah. I think SJM wrote it to make you feel as though they are on, they are going to die. Yeah. Like, I think she wants you to feel like that. Nesta is sitting there and she's kind of on your side. She's contemplating whether it's really worth risking their lives. They already did it. They technically get, already did it. I mean, they got to the pass of Analias. That is, nobody does that. Good job. And so they're kind of contemplating that when she hears Gwen curse and they 
see she's looking over behind them and they turn and they see what she's gazing at. And who is it but none other than fucking Bellius and his henchmen. Old Smelly himself. Their decision was made for them there. They can't stay. Not with these males coming this way. They still had a good distance ahead on the males. They're behind further on the mountain. But still, they can't. They haul Gwen up and Nesta tells her to get on her back. She wonders if her nightly stare descents were preparing for this very moment. She sets her focus forward and the Valkyries move. And now she's strapped to her back. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, this is just where you just got. But do you think, let's say, right, Smellius and his boys, Mm -hmm. and they're all like brain captured. Yeah. Let's say they're brain captured, but they make it to the top of Ramiel. Do you think the Illyrian would be like, okay, you did it? Or do you think they'd be like, eh, you kind of were like brain captured, so this doesn't really count? Do we know? I guess they. we do know for certain they are all brain captured, right? Yeah, because they've got the glossy eyes, yeah. right? Yeah, I guess so. Eh. Hmm. I just wonder if they'd be like, against the Illyrian code. I kind of feel like they are cruel enough that they would just say, this isn't You got to do it again. You got to go again. You got to fucking do it again. I just, like, come on, man. Just give me like a MVP. Like, or give me a, you know, oh, you did it. I mean, how nice would it have been, though, that you were completely under a spell? You didn't even know you were doing the blood right and you get to the top. You're right. You'd be like, that's how good I am. Yeah, it's pretty great. Meanwhile, Cassian curses at Eris <sighs> as he holds Nesta's dagger to Cassian's ribs. <sighs> you son of a bitch. That was a gift. That was a present for You're you, man. using it against us. Eris does his general villain talk. Oh, you night court members are so dull. And he calls Morgan the Morgan in that little, in that little statement he makes. And then they kind of both stop. Wait a Wait second. Wait a second. That's not how Eris would have framed that. He hasn't betrayed them. He has been captured. Bum, bum, bum. <gasps> and he's been tranced. And he's been entranced for the mother knows how long. <gasps> and then Briallen appears in the forest where they stand. Old bitch, young bitch. Old bitch, old bitch young bitch. Nesta, Emery, and Gwen, meanwhile, stand before the pass of Anelius. Emery had paused only long enough to run a bleeding hand over the stone, her dirty face full of wonder and pride. I am standing where none of my ancestors have been before, she whispered, voice choked. But Nesta can't stop because if she does, she knows she's not going to get up again. <laughs> so the three of them pass through. I know, it's like, all right, Emery, yeah, 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 we were so yeah, happy. Let's we'll talk about going. later, okay? <laughs> then they're facing the final and last climb. Not very easy rock face, of course. But they are so close. And the moon in that moment, is also heading towards the horizon. The dawn is also coming. But as Nesta reaches for Emery's outstretched hand, who is ahead of her, Nesta's spent knees give out, and she face plants, and then slides backwards, clinging to Gwen so that she doesn't herself fall into jagged rocks. Down and down they slide. Nesta collided with someone hard. (laughs) No, not someone though she could have sworn she felt warmth and breath. She'd hit the archway of stone, 
They'd fallen all the way back down to the pass of Analias, dangerously close to the males who pursued them. So it's interesting. She's saying the pass of Analias feels alive. Alive. As though somebody or something's there with them. <gasps> Emery runs to where the two have fallen and both thankfully have survived. Now, however, they're They've backtracked and the males are getting dangerously close to them. And Nesta realizes something. She can't carry Gwen any longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bitch. What are you talking about? I mean, but also, what choice do they have? The males are coming up the, the, from behind. Yeah, man. You got to keep going. They're going to be sitting here like lambs to the slaughter. And then Nesta realizes there's only one way. Nesta marveled at the hope and bravery in their faces. I can hold them off. No, Gwen adamantly refuses. She will not leave Nesta here. Damn. But when she looks at Emery, Nesta sees that Emery understands. There really is no other way. But Gwen begins to sob. She says she won't leave Nesta here. Nesta embraces her and they cry together. Something deep in Nesta's chest cracked, cracked open completely, and what lay within bloomed, full and bright and pure. I think this is the feeling of self-sacrifice, that her love for Gwen is so real and true that she's willing to offer her life up for her. Oh. As they hold each other, Nesta locks eyes with Emery, and Emery understands Nesta then does a Vulcan neck pinch on Gwen. Is that a go-to-sleep pinch? Yeah. And she's unconscious. Gwen wouldn't be able to fight off the males in her state, and they know that. Nesta can at least have a chance of fighting them off. But also think of how destroyed her hands are and, like, her body, and just, like, having to hold a sword at that point. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it would suck. But she's better off than Gwen, who's about to pa literally pass away. You right. Emery assures Nesta that she will fight until her last breath to get her and Gwen to that stone, or at least try until the dawn comes. Nesta helps place Gwen on Emery's back, tying her there with the bloody rope. And here's what I'm saying. Before, Gwen was at least able to use some of her strength to hold on. Now, there is just a boulder on top of Emery's back. <sighs> that would suck. Oh, yeah, because she's fully unconscious now. Yeah. Emery begins to cry and offers Nesta to come with them. Just come. But Nesta knows she must stay and give her friends a fighting chance to survive. She tells them she's paying a debt, even as Emery protests that there is no debt for their friendship. But maybe Nesta means that this debt is for all of the times she's been a wretch and didn't help and didn't save. Like when she didn't help her sisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she might feel like that's the debt. Mm. Emery is resigned and she turns and begins the slow process of making her way to the top. Nesta did not say goodbye. She just inhaled through her nose, held the breath, then exhaled. Repeat her mind stilling again and again until her breath became the steady crash of waves and her heart became solid stone and every inch of her body was hers to control. Over with Cassian and Asriel, they are forced to be following Eris and Brialin. I love this. This, like, like back and forth, back mm -hmm. and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I like it a lot, too. Cassian notices that Brialin's caravan that they had been tr tracking this whole time is gone, and begins. And she, he wonders if this was all an illusion. Were those people even real? 
She leads them to a lake. And as they arrive, Brialin pulls back the cloak that had been covering her body and face. There was nothing there. The material fell and pooled on the stones. Eris's face remained blank, empty. Creepy! Ah, she ain't got no face. She was old and now she's not young. Oh, no, old. She ain't got no face. I mean, be- better to be invisible than to be old, right? Oh, uh, you're right? right. I mean, Martha Stewart feels that way. She's been being very open where she's like, yes, I've had a bunch of plastic surgery. And also, I'm never going to look old. And I was like, good for I you, her. bitch. She love just did that. a bikini uh, shoot. I know that <sighs> yes. some people would argue that's not feminism. I disagree. I think it's great. I think she's fucking owning herself and she's, yeah. she, she is openly said i never want to look old good for you man then when there's a will there's a way also be a woman in your 70s or 80s and put on a bikini if you want to because i yeah. sure as fuck am hell yeah who are you asriel demanded but cassian knew Koshki. <gasps> he whispered <gasps> so they are now at Koshki's lake they've been taken there by briallen Over with Nesta. This is a little bit of a long passage tree, but I just love it so much. Nesta stood under the pass of Analius for a long minute. She took out her canteen, drank the last of the water, chucked it to the side. She tucked the dagger into her belt, picked up the sword, and drew a line in the dirt in front of the archway. Her final stand. Her last line of defense. And then she went, You shall not pass! Nesta gathered the shield, peered over her shoulder to where Emery had cleared the last cluster of boulders and now struggled up the long, straight path to the peak. A small, quiet smile passed over Nesta's face. Then she hefted her shield, angled her sword, and stepped beyond the line she'd drawn to meet her enemy. It's just so badass. Yes! At the start of You cha- shall not fucking pass. Smellius. Yeah. At the start of chapter 70, Nesta is in harmony with herself in the moment. The warriors begin approaching, but all Nesta knows is that she is protecting her family, and she's content doing so. Yes, bitch. There was no room for fear or anger, only the certainty that she will protect them. Nesta smiles as the first of the warriors launch at her. And the strikes come easy. She's just like John Wick right now. She really is. Her breathing's steady. She longs for a moment for ataraxia. She wishes she had her sword and wonders if she's finally become worthy of it. She named her sword from an old language and Lanthus had laughed at her. Nesta takes down male after male, six of them, and she holds the line. Ataraxia, she had named the magic sword. Inner peace. Which is interesting because she kills with it. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? In a piece, what? In a piece of, in your brain because you're dead. <laughs> yeah. And I get a piece of this sword in your yeah, face. Yeah, because you're going to die. <laughs> As acid cats, we're not good at, at oh, shouting we... at fight, fight things with people. Are we not aggressive enough? Is it not coming across? All of my aggression is like movie. It's like pretend. I mean, <laughs> yes. I would, I would, I would give me a... You know, if somebody was attacking my friend or me, give me a reason. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no, I'll no. gouge an eye out. Oh, I'll take him down. As As and Cass stand before Koshki, they question this old monster who's amused at Cassian and Azrael's handling of Brielle and Eris. 
that Koshki expected the brutish males to go in for the attack much faster. They're courtiers now. Thank you very much. They are. Suddenly, as tenses, fear building in, in him. Something's wrong. Run, as whispers. He snatches Eris and launches into the sky. And Cassian tries to follow, but suddenly Cass feels like he can't move. Then the real young old hag <gasps> appears from the tree line. She's wearing a crown atop her old lady perm. Yeah, and she looks ugly because she's old. Yuck. <laughs> and here's the real reason they've been summoned. Tricked. Cassian's body is now trapped. No! The queen tells Cass she has need of him. Well, I mean, I do too, but you'd want him to willingly come Yeah, with you. for like a date. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, date is what I'll call it. Brielle. <laughs> Brielle demands Koshki winnow them away. And before Cassian can even think, he's zapped into the darkness. Nesta is now covered in blood, her body trembling with exhaustion. But she's leveled these Illyrians, who were thrilled at the prospect of fighting three vulnerable females, but instead, quote, found death. Mm-hmm. But one male remains standing. Nesta risks a glance behind her, and she sees that Emery is still fighting to climb up those rocks with Gwen. She's struggling hard, but she's so very close. Whether she or the dawn would arrive first is yet to be seen. Bellius watches Nesta and calls her a whore because, of course. Again, great one. Wow. Good, good job. Oh, so good. He's all casual and he doesn't look injured at all. He's even rested, maybe. He mockingly tells her it's cute she drew a line in the dirt just like their ancestor did at this place. <sighs> but Nesta didn't know that that was part of that story. She just did it because it seemed right. Because she's not like the other girls. Apparently she's not. No. Bellius points out that it didn't end well for Analius, that after three days of fighting warriors off at the pass, he climbed to that rock and died there. Which is why all of the Illyrians do this, quote, stupid thing every year. Okay, even Smellius can understand that, like, that's badass. You can't be like, that wasn't even cool. But my question is, is that him or is that the you know, old, trans man old of bitch. old, old, old young hag? Don't know. I don't know. Bellius, facing the peak above, suddenly his, his face is brighter in Nesta's view as something flashes. Without even looking, Nesta smiles at Bellius's rage because Emery fucking got there, Fuck bro. you, bitch. Emery touched that motherfucking rock, yes, bro. Yes, yes, she did. But Bellius informs Nesta he doesn't care about winning. And then he throws himself towards her. And also, you know that you definitely care about winning, Bellius. Yeah, he pretends like, I don't even care. No, not cool. At chapter 72, Nesta knows that she has mere minutes to survive, that if she can hold him off for these moments, her power will return and she could crush him into powder. But ultimately, she doesn't care because her friends are gone. They made it. They are safe. She blocks his first swing with her shield, but she is so tired and she knows she doesn't have a lot left to give. And Bellius's hatred runs so deep, gives him such momentum. Well, she would fight him until she couldn't any longer. Damn, badass. A snowstorm picks up around them and lightning flashes an old mother dies. Yeah. She is slower than him now. There's no denying. He manages to slam her shield out of her hand. 
In her weariness, she looks over at the shield just long enough for him to knock her sword from her hand as well. Bellius laughs. She moves and dodges Bellius's thrusts and thrusts, but many of them hit, and soon she's covered in shallow slices, blood trickling out from a dozen cuts. <gasps> One of the blows knocks her onto her back. Nesta tries and fails to move. She's wrecked. Bellius approached, tossing his weapons aside. Doing this with my bare hands will be so much more satisfying. And we just want to kill you. We don't I just like you. We don't like you. <laughs> A voice from within Nesta tells her to move. She realizes in that moment she doesn't want to die. Yes, bitch. She wants to live deliciously. Yes. Oh, she's going to be the bitch now. Yes. It's not enough that her friends were safe. She wants for herself, too. Her name is Nesta Archeron. You killed her father. Prepare, Prepare to, to die. die. She gets herself up to her feet. Bellius seems delighted by this, like he enjoys the struggle, doesn't want it to end too fast. He laughs again and asks if she thinks she can fight him hand to hand. Blood flowing freely from her face. She smiles and says she does. Surprise. As he comes at her, he swings, but... Nesta blocked it, driving her fist into his nose. Bone crunched. Bellius howled, falling back a step. And Nesta hissed. Because my mate taught me well. Yeah! Yeah, she said it! Yeah! And it's as though the word mate coming from her mouth has given her a new source of power. Yeah! The thought of Cassian, of their future. But even Cassian can't give her her life force back, and she can only just hang on in the fight. He slowly pushes her back towards the line she'd drawn. He's gaining on her, the punch to her cheek knocking her down again, over the line this time. She backs away, rubbing the line out with her. But no matter, her friends are gone now. They've, they've been saved. But she wants to live. She wants to live! She doesn't want to die at the hands of this loser coward. Hell yeah! Bellius snarls that he's going to enjoy slitting her throat. But she's spent... Dunzo. He lifts the knife up, but then instead of her blood, his blood sprays everywhere. What? What the? As Bellius drops, his own blood pouring out of his throat through the stab wound that just appeared, he drops and reveals Cassian. Cassian? Cassian has appeared. What? Isn't this against the rules? Yeah, it should be. Whatever, she saved. She watches him reach down to give her his hand, not to save her, but to help her, because equality. Yeah, and he knows that she's strong as well. But she forgot her pain, the death around them, as he folded her into his chest and held her tightly, whispering tenderly into her bloody hair. And now I'm going to slit your pretty little throat. <gasps> no! We cut to Cassian's POV, and we realize he is a prisoner in his own body. Oh, my God! He can only observe in horror as his body clamps down his arms onto his mate, not in love, but in possession. No! He screams in his head, screams for Nesta to hear him, screams at his own body, but it was to no avail. Cassian! Nesta said, struggling. Kill me! He silently begged her. Kill me before I have to do this! But he can't let go. He can't obey you, Nesta Archeron. Rasp an old bitch. 
sorry, rasped an old, withered voice from behind Nesta. He's mine now. The queen releases Cassian's arms for Nesta so that she might turn around to face her. Presenting her to Briallen, who wore the crown atop her thin, white, ugly, old hair. Ah, no! She's got the crown! She's got, I mean, she's wearing it, she's doing it, and she's still old. That's what you fucking get. get. That's what you get. You still old. Oh, just because you got a crown on top of you. It's like, oh, maybe I'm young. Am I young? And you're not. You're old. Yeah, you can't do anything with your own body. You you got to make other people do stuff. Now, how does that feel? Yeah. And also, like, it is, like, a good idea to, like, use the mate in this scene. Yeah. It's very, very smart. It's, it very, is, upset. Like, it's very upsetting. It's so upsetting. I, like, man, reading this the first time, too, and I was just like, no, no. And thinking, but he can't be here. And then I was like, oh, God, what's about to happen to him? But he can't be here. Uh, oh. uh, I'm very excited, though. I hope something good happens after this. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay, we're, the next episode is our final episode of the series you guys we're gonna do another episode at least one after this about um the bonus chapters chapters. we're gonna be doing streams and we'll be coming forward we'll give you some news about stuff we'll be doing in the future but like stay tuned we're not done yet um and it's crazy how in the last like 30 pages of this book so much other shit happens jesus sjm how do you get all this crammed in your brain i don't know i don't know Please read up until the end? What? Of A Court of Silver Flames. And now, dudes grappling with erotica for educational purposes only. Featuring Dana Snyder and Henry Zabrowski. He knelt, wings rising above him, and dragged his tongue clean up her center. Nesta moaned at the same moment he did, and he let her writhe as if he knew it it would torment her more to undulate, but to have nothing to fill her not until he wished it. He gave her another savoring lick, lingering at the apex of her thighs, sucking the bundle of nerves into his mouth, nipping it with his teeth before he began again. Again, again, he was devouring her, melting her body like a piece of chocolate on his tongue. She couldn't endure it. And she clasped her own breast, desperate for more touch, more sensation. Is that your family in the room? (laughs) It's okay, you know. I got my nine-year-old here. (laughs) He looked up from between her legs and marked her hand kneading her breast, marked it and smiled, his teeth flashing white against the flush gleam of her. Do you like seeing me kneel before you? He asked the words rumbling into her very core. He dipped his tongue into her. You taste like you do. Nesta arched, thrusting herself further onto his tongue, but Cassian only laughed against her and denied her what she wished. He gave her another slow, slow lick from base to top. And as he reached that bundle of nerves, he slid two fingers into her. On a side note, you should always go top to bottom just for sanitary reasons. Yes, that's what I that's what I learned in camp. <laughs> Two, not one. Because he seemed to know she was already waiting for him. 
that she wanted him unbound and rough and wild. She bowed off the bed and he thrust his fingers in again, his breathing uneven as he said, how do you want it? He pumped his hand into her again, wringing out her reply. Hard, she gasped. Thank the mother. He swore and she heard metal clicking and leather whispering. And then his tongue caressed her again, past that bundle of nerves up her stomach to her breasts until he was over her. Cassian moved her further onto the bed. She didn't care that her legs fell open for him, only cared that he was now naked and all that rippling muscle and golden skin gleamed above her. He lowered himself to the cradle of her thighs and his eyes were so wide she could see the whites around him. He opened his mouth, but she didn't want to hear the words. Didn't want to know whatever he'd been about to say. She framed his face in her hands and kissed him savagely, her tongue scraping over his teeth as she ground their mouths together. The broad tip of his cock nudged at her entrance, slipping in the slickness there, and he reached down to guide himself in. At Cassian's first prod into her body, fire erupted within her. She panted into his mouth, nipping at his bottom lip as he eased himself in. Just an inch, he halted. He was large enough that the stretching was edged in sweetest pain. Large enough that she wondered if she'd be able to fit all of him. He trembled, holding himself barely inside her, as if he were now wondering the same. His hesitation, his care, melted some ice-cold shard within her and made her snap free of any restraint. Nesta gripped his ass, muscles flexing beneath her fingertips, and hauled him into her. And scene. And scene. <laughs> Perfectly done. Erotic moments achieved. Hey, babies! For more fairy talk and hot touch, join us every week here on LPN Deep Dive's Akatar, available wherever you get your podcasts. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the March Spring Sale, March 15th through the 25th, and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. 
That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Stop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.